0: Guys, I, I need we, to clean out my – I think I need to clean out my refrigerator. I just went in there to get a 7-Up, and something is ripe in there. <laughs> Oh, no. I, if I had to take a guess at what it is, I think I have some, like, month-old Chinese takeout in
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Now-
2: what in Chinese takeout
0: would like go ripe though? It wouldn't be rice. I mean there was veggies in it and stuff. Thank you. It was it was uh it was oh what was the name of it? It was like dragon fried rice, that's what they called it. <laughs> okay. It was at a it was at a pho restaurant that I went to. Oh that's cool. And it was the restaurant's called Rock Fud. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> So what is your? What's the state of your fridge that like you can't tell? Like either I think that you are a, a chef who's cooking every fucking day, or you have maybe a lot of things that probably shouldn't be in the fridge.
0: I'm pretty sure it's that because that's the only thing that would be like in a non like airtight con- container. Because, I mean, like I have other things in there, but I mean, I think I think that's it because it is the only takeout that I have in there. Gotcha. It it got pushed to the back of it on the bottom shelf. So it's just, I'm going to have to get on my knees to get down there. <laughs> and
2: there's not much space in Rob's kitchen to get right, on his knees. Right, right, right. Like there's probably just enough room to swing that door open for your fridge, right? Right. Yeah. Oh jeez.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah. So just, just spray some Febreze in it every other day and it'll
0: be fine. And eventually we'll just take care of itself. Maybe it'll go so rotten that it doesn't smell anymore.
2: maybe you need to invest in getting a a new roommate again get a mouse get a mouse and just leave that fridge open (laughs) i mean i know we're not in the summer months anymore but you you didn't want to have an air conditioning unit or you have one fan from what i understand
0: so maybe just leave that fridge open jeez cool the house yeah i could but i mean it's not it's not summer anymore right It's actually been pretty cold. I turned my heat on the other day just for a little bit to get the chill out. Oh, you
1: wimp. Why am I a wimp? You gotta enjoy... You gotta, like, embrace October and November and just love the fact that you don't have to pay for anything. Yeah.
2: We we, we talked about this the other night that Megan and I are in a uh, competition with each other every year um, of who can last the longest, who's gonna be the first to cave of turning on the heat, and usually... Whenever one of us does, we says, oh, it's for the dogs. They're home all day in the 59-degree house. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, she caved over the weekend, and it was at the fault of she was teaching a piano or a flute lesson, and she didn't want to have strangers over in the house in a 59-degree house.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense.
2: So I've kind of subscribed to the the stand-up idea here of, like trying to make sure you're on point and not running too long because we've been recording some long episodes. Uh-huh. So I I, uh, I haven't pooped in three years to try and get us to not go two hours this time.
0: You haven't pooped in three years to have yeah. us not. Oh, so, wow. So, so you did the equivalent of not pooping before you went on stage. Yeah. <laughs> so that you had to make it a tight set and then get off the stage and take a dump. Right,
1: <laughs> genius. Yeah, I appreciate the I, mean, I appreciate the, uh, the in depth explanation, Rob. <laughs> you're welcome. It's
2: it take it's taken quite a bit of preparation, as you can imagine, for three years.
0: Preparation H?
2: Uh, no, not preparation H. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had to deal with that. That's Tony's forte.
1: What's <laughs> so, up? I uh, feel like at this point, three years, either mm-hmm. you're dead and you're just kind of hallucinating this or you're you just don't poop anymore <laughs> and you don't need to.
2: Oh, I need to so bad, but and it's taken quite a bit of methods to make sure it didn't happen. Like I, I went through so many different plugs and just, I tried tape a couple times that didn't mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I, went to mother nature and I was like, mother nature, show me the way. And she brought me to a river and showed me (laughs) (laughs) heroin. She showed me the whole, the whole beauty of nature and what it can provide. It can stop a river with a dam. It's not just got a beaver up there.
1: Are you worried at all? Like if you didn't, if you didn't walk for three years, you would not be able to just stand up and go for it. Are you worried that your body doesn't remember how to poop? Yeah, mm. your
0: butt muscles are gone.
2: I mean, the beavers have wrecked shop. I've gone through a few.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> wow. So you're saying so you're saying you have a beaver in your pants? Progressive man. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of
0: world am I living in? Is this some weird opposite day where Tyler's bringing up a poop joke? <laughs> I know it's been weird. We've talked so much about it. It's, I hate poop jokes, and
2: it's come up so much in the last couple episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and i've involved myself and i'm ashamed
0: or you you're showing that you're growing up tyler yeah
1: you're showing, growing up you're growing his so penance that. you've just given up poop <laughs>
2: do we want to clap <laughs>
3: yeah we yeah. could probably clap <laughs>
0: This is a disclaimer about your Uncle Rob. Sometimes he's got good ideas. Sometimes he's a goofball. Sometimes you should listen. Sometimes not.
2: And welcome to I'm Rob's your uncle I am Tyler church a k a lil whoopsie uh joining me today we've got a a man who's uh if you're looking for a partner who knows how to ride, he's the man for you it's genuine's Tony,
3: Tony.
2: and another beautiful man Hans hot first it's hans Sh- Sh- snarf snarf. And here to promote his oh. John Candy tribute adult film, <laughs> it's the man just filled with slime, Uncle Fuck himself. It's Uncle Rob. Happy birthday! <laughs> what a freaking roller
0: coaster. <sighs> How are you guys doing? What's your week been like? Last weekend, went on a city adventure. Took a train, choo-choo motherfuckers, <laughs> into Chicago. And, uh... You know, visited uh, past guest Dylan Dutch in the city. We went to so many things. We had such good food. I ate like tacos and pizza. And we were going to go to a ramen restaurant, but the wait was always so long. I went to like two improv shows, a concert. Jeez. Um, we went to the, Mo- the Contemporary Art Museum.
1: Which concert?
0: Biebs? Uh No, it was, it was like it's a band that's like a comedy band that was started off of a podcast and a skit show. Have you guys heard of the Birthday Boys?
1: <laughs> no. I have not. It's a good name, though.
0: Okay. Well, that was like a sketch comedy group. Two of their members in that group started a band and the band's called the Sloppy Boys. It oh, got better. <laughs> they were a fun band to see. It was interesting.
1: Well done. That sounds like a like a lovely trip.
0: Yeah, I was exhausted. I did a lot of walking and standing. Um, but it was really fun. Oh, and we played a bunch of Smash Bros.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: Oh, and don't tell the cops I did some edibles. That was great too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's been a sting operation. What? You're arrested.
1: This whole podcast was just a sting. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 form did these edibles take? Chocolate, chocolate. Just like chocolates.
0: Yeah, they're just little chocolates. Like, it was a chocolate. Well, it was a chocolate bar that you could like. Uh, I see. Break you off, ate six of them. Break off. Yeah, and do, off. do you
2: guys often have to poop really bad when you eat edibles? It was super weird. What? No, it's,
1: it's a laxative joke. Oh, I I couldn't tell if it was like a. Is he was this still doing a, the three years without poop. It. It's just
2: this. I'm just all poop now. <laughs>
1: You're just all poop now. I mean, I'm so real poop monster, <laughs> full of this stuff. Yeah, Tyler is now little poopsie. <laughs> little poopsie. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> write that down
2: (laughs) (laughs) and thanks Hans
0: (laughs) I'm a big fan of that one
1: (laughs) (laughs) Tony Hans how are you guys doing hit squarely in the face by this uh by this season change here I'm I am uh I I I wouldn't say under the weather because the weather hit me and is dragging me with it so you're very cold I I have very cold. Or
2: or you're going down a lot. <sighs> Uncles, go down on your wives. <laughs> <laughs> You'll feel, but you're feeling a little under the weather. That's too bad.
1: Not great, it's okay though. You caught me the night before my voice probably goes to like Chucky Finster, so this is <laughs> fine. Yeah. Wait, hold on a second. <laughs>
2: Your voice goes to Chucky Finster when you're, when you have a cold.
1: Yeah, doesn't everybody's? Tabby, oh Tabby, hi Tabby. I don't know what he says. I haven't watched Rugrats <laughs> in a while. <laughs> says no, tabby, tabby a lot. <laughs> no, tabby? That, that's
2: good. This is good. You know, you get it.
0: Come on, yeah. you got this.
1: Everyone gets it. It's a joke that resonated. People are still laughing.
0: Yeah. Okay. I get. Are you there? I get it now. I had to think about it real hard. I thought you were saying Tabby. Tabby. I just <laughs> pet cats when I'm sick. Tabby.
1: Hans, how are you doing? Uh, I'm great. I'm just happy to be back. My uh, second appearance on yeah. RU. It's two weeks in honor. Yeah, I'm thinking that this we is basically...
0: unconventional. Very unconventional. And I think at this point... We might as well just create a group and be like, "Who wants to be on today?" <laughs> <laughs> just all all best guests and any any oh future boy. ones.
2: God, when they all agree, it's gonna be a fucking nightmare.
0: It's gonna be so great.:
1: Yeah, it's just really an honor. I've always been a big fan of you guys, um, for four episodes <clears throat> to all all three of you guys for creating the show. <laughs> Tony, Rob. Mostly Tony. <laughs> so.
0: The quality really has gone up since Tony's been <laughs> here. Rob and I don't like talking to each other. Yeah. And I i actually, I, I forget which episode it was. It was either the last episode or the one before. I was listening to it just to remember what I had said. And uh, I, I'm listening to it and I'm going, you know. Tony's really good at being <laughs> in a, doing a podcast at being in a recorded environment <laughs> and, and talking Weird. and constantly <laughs> talking to people because like there was a time where like you a question or I had, I had stated something and then I just gave you the answer And then Tony was like you know what I I they need to start talking more and he he was like probing us <laughs> For, for more answers to the thing yeah Tony, tony's basically
2: just better at my job yeah
0: <laughs> well it was he does it to both of us i've i've caught him I've caught him oh, doing yeah. it it's fantastic i love it yeah Who, who'd,
1: i'm who'd, not, who'd I'm not better at your job it's just my actual job <laughs>
2: yeah so exactly so you're better so i'm worse at your job is that what you're getting at that's fair but kind of rude
1: <laughs> <laughs> well it's okay it's uh you got you got time now you can if they're still looking to fill it i'm just still here in this weird internet <laughs> cafe so <sighs> oh.
2: i mean one of these weeks rob will take the hint and he'll prepare a get a job but
0: am i supposed to, was that it oh who knows <laughs> is that what he's wanting me to do i feel like he wants me to do something <laughs> who me or tony i don't know hmm I like the sound I mean of it was it was
1: a bottle. subtle hint. I think three or four weeks ago it was said that like Tony, we will get you a job. I and that's pretty subtle. Like I could understand oh, you shit, not picking up on that.
0: Oh yeah. It it yeah. kinda makes sense now. <laughs> All right, I'll go to I'll go to Craigslist. Hold on.
2: <laughs> I I mean, my week was pretty average. I you know, did just the usual stuff. I spend most of my week writing the R U intros, coming up with nicknames. Oh yeah ordering catering for other businesses, calling in the crime claiming that Jeffrey Tambor stole my identity, uh writing subsequent letters to Jeffrey Tambor asking what were you thinking and practicing my impressions. Which uh which Jeffrey Tambor is it Oscar or is it George? I only know him as the parent and transparent. I don't know anything about his career in like any of the ocean series? Sorry, or, I was Arrested Developmenting, or the Larry Sanders show. Hold on, I Bernie Sanders has a
0: has a show. He does.
2: Yeah. It's called
1: Curb Your Enthusiasm.
2: <laughs> Hans, I know we we kind of yes. asked you last week, but as as we like to uh asks, ask our guests every week, uh, how's your penis, and which noodle does it involve?
1: Uh it's it's all right, um, and it's cooked one i guess
2: (laughs) (laughs) sorry i don't know if this is coming through my mic right now it probably isn't for you guys but it's probably gonna make it in the recording my wife is singing happy birthday to my dog upstairs (laughs) oh which dog (laughs) rob loves it when we treat our dogs like people it's amelia
1: happy birthday amelia yeah bring her on what did you get for her
2: (laughs) i got her ice cream fuck
0: yeah that's a great present i don't know if this I mean, will still come through on the recording but i'm seething with hatred right now i think we should i think we should just give
1: her give her her own segment on the show
0: i mean she's had her own
2: segment it's called bark in the middle of the recording <laughs>
1: that is one of my favorites though it's good yeah
2: <laughs> jenna tells him that it's good so, we, we've kind of talked about, like, brief, or it might have been actually before the recording that we talked about one of them, but we've talked about two things that I kind of heard about this week, and I thought it was kind of interesting. So, I think this one was before the started recording, but Rob said the word countdown, which made me think of the preview of the movie Countdown that I saw the other day, which seems like just an awful, awful movie that is coming out about another one of the... If you could know when you would die, would you check the app? Because oh it's my an actual God. app.
1: Oh, that one. Okay. It's an
2: app that tells you when you die. But then I was like, "Wait, but really though, would you guys check it? Like, would if you found out there was an app
0: that would legit tell you when you would die, would you do it?" I have an answer for this, and it's very. Uh, it, it has to do with my trip to Chicago this weekend. <laughs> when we went to the museum, Dylan's girlfriend had told me oh, this museum has the best gift shop in the whole world. So I was preparing myself for some prime gift shop gifts, all right? Sure. At the end of our trip, we go to the gift shop. They have a clock in there that you can put in your information, and it'll tell you how much time you have left to live. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yes. Yes. It's not something that I could have done like while it was in the gift shop. You have to like program it through an app or something like that that it connects to. I'm not sure, but this is a real thing and it like estimates it. And I was just like, why would anyone buy this? This is insane. This is crazy. What if I programmed it and it said fucking two hours? Like (laughs) why would anyone want to know that? The, the, The risk for it to say two hours or two minutes Is way too nerve wracking.
2: (laughs) I mean, I feel like if I if I had just learned about it and then it said two minutes, I'd feel like it was like this. This isn't a real thing. Like even like in the reality of this movie, that it's a real thing. Well, that's the thing. If I was the first, like one of the first people to know about this app, I would write it off and then immediately die.
1: Right. Well, okay. I've seen the preview. I understand that it's like a horror movie type thing,
0: which is crazy. It's basically Final Destination just for one person.
2: For
1: yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Wasn't wasn't this
0: also a, a Justin Timberlake flick? That was that was that was on The Love Guru. Yeah. That was uh, <laughs> on time or about time or whatever. Something like that. That was that was that they used time to pay for things. Time was a currency. Oh, but okay, but you. Yeah, but if you, you run, if, if you run out of time, you do die. But you could gain okay. time back as well through working or what? Yeah, basically.
1: Now, okay, in the situation you're proposing, I have to qualify it because I feel like that's my job. You're a journalist, right? Is it the time until i die of natural means or is it the guaranteed time i'm going to die like by any means any means so if i do it and it says 20 years i can't be killed right Hmm. then yeah i would look at it (laughs) but what if
0: it says what if it only says like one minute then
2: what's
1: the point it's irrelevant
2: yeah, I mean, you're gonna having you're gonna have terrible, terrible anxiety for one minute,
1: and then you'll be dead. Why and would I have anxiety if I'm sure that it's going to work? I just am gonna die. Are we sure that it's gonna work?
2: Yes, I, I think in this in this reality, it is a known thing that this is a working thing that it knows exactly the point you will die. Yeah. It is somehow although, tapped into destiny of the universe. Although, and, if
1: I understand the trailer right just to jump in real quick no problem it sure seems like monster movie e almost so it seems like only this thing haunts the people who download the app though cuz it i'm not it, there's like the we, have you have it, has everyone seen the trailer yeah, oh, yeah
0: i think you have to have the app and for it to kill you
1: yeah so that's why i'm definitely not doing it so i
2: didn't really pay that close of attention cuz i was like this just seems fucking wild and then after I had pressed the skip ad button, I was like, "Wait a minute!" But really,
1: would you? Would you download yeah. this app? I was in the movie theater when I saw the preview, so uh, I had oh, to just okay. let it. Ha- so I just had to let it happen. <laughs> to
2: me. You could have just like pulled up a random like YouTuber's
0: channel and watched their ad instead. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I I don't think I would download the app. I don't think that I would be that curious. Like I, already, like, I already have such an unhealthy lifestyle when it comes to just diet and exercise. Like, I know my life's not too long.
2: <laughs> Here's the thing, though, with how unhealthy it is, though. You're, you've made it past 27, yeah. so,
0: like... Suck on that, got, 27 club. Exactly.
1: <laughs> the problem with it is, I mean, if the technology... It, it, it's not technology. It's magic. It, it'd have to be some sort of magic at this point to be this accurate... Is it's impossible because what whatever you do, like it says, it tells me, oh, you've got forty years. I would I would give
2: up health so I'm, wise oh, I'm true, outside true, true. of the reality of this movie, and I'm just kind of thinking if this app were real. And the way I'm imagining it is like there's kind of like the uh, the people from oh, fuck what was that movie uh, the Tom Cruise movie um, where there were like Day after future scene cops.
1: A Few Good Men.
2: No, the Future Seeing Cops movie. Top Gun. Um,
0: no. Mission Impossible.
1: You're talking about the ones where they go into, like, they kill people before crimes are committed. Jerry Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty impressed with my, my Tom Cruise.
2: Minority story. Report. <laughs> Minority Risky
0: report. Business. Risky Business. <laughs> <laughs> It's
2: because you listen to that fucking album. You listen to the Zach Brown band and you have so many Tom Cruise references now. <laughs> um, I'm not your I, Tom
0: I, Cruise, I, bitch. <laughs> I,
2: I like, I, like the way I'm imagining it is there's these like soothsayers or like these future seers that have like, they've been tied into this app that they have now seen how every living human dies. And so they can pinpoint the point that they're going to die. Tropic Thunder. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's like a. I mean, ma- magic is, I guess, kind of the same thing, right?
1: Is he is he in that movie? Yeah, he's the
0: agent, like oh. the balding agent. That's he's like wearing a fat suit. Like you can barely tell it's him, but he—that's him. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Go on.
2: Yeah, I just thought that was a interesting thing of like, if this is a real thing and you actually could find out like. I think I would probably, I wouldn't, I still wouldn't believe it. Like, I would check it out and just blow it off. And if I eventually took it seriously, see, like, I'm too much of a rebel to believe it. So I'd try and fight it.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Is it's, I feel like it would always, it would significantly lower lifespans. Because... If it showed like if it were to show you an old, like a long time, that you had a long time, you would kind of give up. You'd be like, okay, I don't have to do this, this, and this, and this, because I'm guaranteed this long life. Right. So it knowing that you would think that way would show you a shorter life, in which case you'd then see the short life and go, well, I might as well make the most of it. Then you'd riv- live riskily and then die. Yeah, the the other thing that it,
2: I mean, this kind yeah, of does stem. it take
0: it? Does it take its own existence into into? Yeah, because uh, that's it.
2: I was just I was just kind of thinking of about the darker side of that of somebody finding out that it's only in like a year and a half, and they just take their life. But I, I think they would it would have its own reality known, and mm-hmm. it would take that into account.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking it's some sort of situation where, you know, say you find out you got. 30 years to live so then you just go jump out of an airplane with no parachute on or something crazy But then Uh, there's
2: a circus passing through and they got a giant trampoline. No, not at all. Maybe, maybe.
0: But I'm thinking the opposite of of Final Destination where (laughs) (laughs) they tell you where you're gonna die and you literally cannot die until that time.
1: (laughs) Can we please make that fucking movie? So no, so this is what happens though. You jump out of the plane, no parachute on. You're like, oh, I'm golden. Got 30 years. Smack the ground instantly. Snap your spine. Coma. 30 years. Guys watching his sh- watch. That second that 30 years time hits. All right, pull the plug. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Interview with a vampire.
2: Uh- <laughs> so the other thing that I had that I had heard about was this show and it because you mentioned improv it kind of made me think of this there's a disney channel show that's like kind of based on improv right now that's kind of a cool idea that it's a sitcom but at random points they will just have like dj air horns or reggaeton horns go off and the audience will choose the next sequence of events like there's just random prompts that pop up how does the audience choose there's a live studio audience oh yeah, it's like an actual like live sitcom, and then they like they have a plot that is somewhat written, and then there's just random plot plot points that come up. Huh. Like one dude had to get a actual haircut on stage. So this is like Bandersnatch, the live Bandersnatch, <laughs> and for children and funny. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I found Bandersnatch kind of funny. I didn't
1: do it. You didn't do it, no.
0: I was a Bandersnatch purist. I only did it once. I did it until I and and when I got to an end, I was just like, "That's it. I'm not gonna try to figure out what the rest is."
1: Wait, what do you mean when you got to an end, end? Because mine ended, but it kept looping back. Like you didn't loop. There's an end. Well, no, it mine ended eventually. Yeah. There's right. so you you did that. There's yeah, I, I ended in
0: I ended when I got an actual end. Gotcha. But, but Get your ass
2: off the pool table, dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's her birthday. And it's the other dog. <laughs> oh well, <he> <laughs> the, the whole thing is a party. Just let it happen. That's he's even going, crazier because he's he a big was, one. <laughs> he's a big dog. He was he was playing with a toy real wild and it was making noise. And I took the toy away and now he's getting up on the pool table to take the toy back. <laughs> Tyler's just humble bragging
0: up here with his pool table money <laughs> I, I didn't pay for this pool table <laughs> I think that's how most people get pool tables yeah. <laughs> I've never met
2: a person that's paid for a pool table <laughs> so my, my only other note I have here is uh, Hans fuck game <laughs> oh geez
1: <laughs> uh, it's it's uh, not quite a fuck game um, okay
2: well I'm uh, let down
1: already it's actually and again if it's not the place and time by all means but uh it's actually been a pretty tame podcast so I don't know I don't know how well this is going <laughs> to let's dirty well it how well this transition's going to be but no it's actually just I just to be honest uh I was really just using you guys as a platform to um to kind of be a little selfish and just pitch some of my own product you know mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so uh i don't I haven't told any of you guys about this, but I wrote a book, really, yeah, and uh so I wanted to to pitch the book to you guys and then if it's if it's cool, I thought I'd maybe like read some of my you know maybe a passage from chapter one um and then uh may go from there. I do have like a little game associated with it that we can kind of transition into just. To kind of keep everything live and, and fun, so I'm not just reading to an audience because obviously that's you know not exciting. But uh, yeah, I, You've gotta, I got. You've clearly never
0: heard of Lavar Burton. So it's like <laughs> Bandersnatch the book.
1: Uh, no, uh, not quite. Um, <clears throat> the uh, uh, it's called Blander Snatch. Super disgusting, kind of boring, but uh, um, all right. So you guys, it's like guys, a my,
2: my life is average choose your own adventure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so
1: yeah. like I like I said it might get um I I I'll try and keep it to like just a short, you know, decent passage. It's probably, you know, a couple paragraphs though, if that's all right. That's fine. That's
2: perfectly fine.
1: World. Okay, so so yeah, so um <laughs> God damn it, Rob, stop. <clears throat> so the uh so the book is titled um and I I kind of did share this with you guys behind the scenes a little bit just teased it but the book is titled, titled history unzipped exposing the fallacies of our time and uh really with this book I just I strive to provide critical revelations erased from traditional history books uh, and that have been sub- subsequently forgotten in time. Um, so I really want to just kind of investigate some some of the forgotten history, bring it to light. Um, you know, share in some of these traditions that have been forgotten. Okay. So again, wanted to just read a little passage from chapter one, uh, which is called "Cocktails: A Storied History of Mixed Drinks." Love it. Beautiful. Okay. Um, so, uh, and like I said, each chapter is going to be a different. Uh, either moment in time, a different, you know, different pastime, something different that I investigated thoroughly and, and, and want to bring to light. So um, I'll just jump right into it unless you guys have anything right off the bat. Ooh, just, no. just a rock hard excitement. Perfect. Um, okay. So uh, I'll kind of start from the beginning. So the word cocktail was first defined in print in 1806 as a mix of spirit, water, sugar, and bitters. Uh, however, the true lineage dates back a bit further than that. It was the late 1700s, in a throbbing, independent post-war America, before automobiles, batteries, shake weights, and even electricity. This was a time when people truly connected, not because they wanted to or liked to, but because they had to. Men and women alike would pass the time together, dancing, singing, telling tales, but what kind of tales? These tales most often included lewd adventures, vulgar fortunes, and sexual feats sometimes even sexual feet. These sometimes romantic, always horrific retellings were most often accompanied by alcoholic beverages. And as often done in the bedchamber, participants soon soon began experimenting with various provisions, adding fruits, vegetables, juices, exorbitant adornments, workshop apparatuses, etc., This strong association between drink and play led to the name Cocktails, (laughs) C-O-C-K-T-A-L-E-S, as drinks were inspired, crafted, enjoyed almost exclusively in the the presence of these cock-based retellings. Now, the title cocktail, again, traditional spelling, C-O-C-K-T-A-L-E, was absolutely not restrictive, As with many ingenious ideas, creation was inevitable and universal. Various groups around the world may have utilized different terminology, including but not limited to penis (laughs) tellings, spoken melody-less a cappella wiener songs, and dong poetry. (laughs) Now, this is where history has gotten a bit muddled. The true lineage of each individual beverage has been lost to time, but although unadmitted, it is well known to true scholars and dedicated historical mixologists that these novel beverage concoctions were exclusively inspired from the specific lewd acts spoken of during the time of crafting. It was a high honor to have your story be forever immortalized in the title of a delectable drink. Unfortunately, time was no friend to this storied pastime. Prohibition, Xbox, floss dancing, and horrible self-indulgent podcasts slowly buried a wholesome tradition. And although all of those things are truly terrible, it's not entirely their fault. In the midst of a young blossoming movement, a pivotal misspelling by a prominent political figure in the early 1800s set into motion the dissolution of the true meaning of cocktail, again, traditional spelling, And most people were fond of the idea of a man with a penis for a tail. So it all kind of just stuck. (laughs) So with all that being said, uh, in appreciation of this fascinating time, uh, I thought it might be fun to just gather around, play, you know, maybe grab your drinks and partake in a little game, embracing the whole glory of this forgotten past. (laughs) Let's put ourselves in their long socks exclusively and hypothesize the inspiration behind some of our favorite cocktails. In other words, let's have ourselves a dangle dialogue. Dick discussion, appendage anecdote, phallus fable, boner biographical, rage or repartee, hang down hangout, heart on heart to heart, trouser snake talk, pork sword parlay, knob negotiation, rod rap, Johnson jaw, baloney banter, peewee powwow, great conversation, schlong seminar, erection exchange, or even a tally whacker lip smacker. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, I broke alliteration at the end, but I couldn't help myself. <laughs> okay, uh, so now the the little game I want to play. So obviously that last uh, Hans, paragraph. I just want to
2: say fuck you for trying to like you, you're really stepping on my brand here. The whole rhyme schemes and <laughs> yeah, the Tyler. horny Dr. Seuss vibe I've tried to cultivate.
0: Tyler, I think we don't need to be on this podcast anymore. <laughs> yeah, I think this is Hans and Tony's.
1: So um, before before I get into our little game. I just want to you know, let the audience know again, first of all, thank you for letting me pitch my book, um, <laughs> all this stuff. The, uh, you know, some, of, some pre-reviews have actually gone out, um, you know, pre, I guess pre-publication reviews I sent to some close friends, family, a few unbiased parties. Um, my publisher sent a few out. I just thought I'd real quick. These are just
2: reviews written for a book they've never read yet?
1: No, no, no. So pre-publication went out. So I, I sent out a, man, like a, a, you know, a short manuscript or a short, po- or a, a short draft of you know, most of the book, kind of where it's going. It's not completely finalized, and this, these were private copies, but I did get some feedback, some reviews um, moving forward. So just, just to kind of get things moving, kind of to transition, I just thought I'd just randomly pick a few reviews. Um, again, some unbiased parties, some close friends, family. So uh, Kyle from Wisconsin said, it's kind of like the Da Vinci Code. But about gangbangs and really hard to read. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Boris from Kentucky. Uh he he said I didn't get it. So sorry, Boris, I'll I'll try and send out another book. Uh, must've, something must have happened in the mail. And then uh last one here, eh, I'm not much of a history buff, but I guess the pictures helped. Bono. <laughs> Say Bono <laughs> So those are some good ones but anyway okay so now to jump to the game sorry about all that to jump to the game so uh again so unfortunately you know like i said the you know the the true origins of the individual drinks you know have been lost to time there's not a lot uh of known of how these drinks got their names all that's known is that these drinks were named were exclusively named after sexual acts uh again sexual acts of such magnitude uh, or honor that they had drinks named after them uh of course. and they only decided to drink the best or name the best drinks that they concocted so as the game i've got a list of drinks here for you guys and i want you to guess at what sexual feat was accomplished to create this name okay okay are you guys ready rock and yes. Ages. again there's no answer so feel free to uh you know just guess feel free to to you know this this is all about you know fun and and uh going going back to those times so uh we'll start off there's
2: there's no answer you're saying this is a fiction book
1: well we don't know the we (laughs) don't know the answers it's been lost to time unfortunately so all we can do is is you know uh, provide our best estimated guesses yeah hypothesize speculate we're really on the forefront of
0: this discovery
1: yeah, so uh, you know, I thought I have, I have a pretty good list here, but I thought I'd start out with something easy. Uh, the, uh, the Manhattan. Most people think it was named after the place. Incorrect?
0: I think I know this one. So this is, this, this is where you have, of course, you are a man. Sure. And, uh, you, it it requires a man, obviously. Uh, so what you end up doing is, it's a form, a form of sex, (laughs) a, a sexual act where you have two people on top of each other. But it's more kind of like a prank, but, you know, you do it naked. Sure. You're on top of each other, but one person, but both people are basically upright standing. <laughs> but you okay. have a naked man on your head. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: They I called it the Manhattan. I like that. So I think you're very close, Rob. Using context clues, I think we can flip it, like cow tipping. You know, the cow is the thing. Tippin is what you're doing. So right. it's the Manhattan. You're the hat on the man. Right. Which you could be a man as well, you know. It doesn't right. matter. It Doesn't matter. But you right. you know, you're, you go out on the town to go Manhattan.
0: Yeah, you have to go <laughs> Oh, you yeah. have to go Manhattan. <laughs>
1: Tyler, do you want to take do you want uh, to take a shot at it? Or? Historically,
2: I think this was actually just uh, it was kind of derived from Abraham Lincoln's feats of wrestling with his wife. Because he he would famously wrestle a lot. And being a hatted individual, he would often go for bouts in the bedroom with his wife. And uh, every time that he was done, he would come on her head, stick his hat on top, and say, (laughs) you're the man now, dog. And and that's the end of it.
1: It's, uh, I mean, Abraham Lincoln's wife a surprise if my history is correct i mean a surprising amount of sexual drinks were named after you got the the bloody mary you got the hot toddy (laughs) well let's
2: hans will maybe guide us through those who knows
1: (laughs) maybe maybe those are those are those are good ones um so i'm gonna go ahead and say that uh i like that story even more tyler because in what what time what year was in 1806 uh in 1806 I'm pretty sure Abraham Lincoln would be either a baby or not even born yet. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I, I like your style, my friend. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh so I'm thi- I was just thinking Manhattan again uh it, the first thing that came to mind was just that you have to uh, uh unfortunately it was it's a, it's it's a bit one-sided uh unfortunately you have to it's it's the man sexually satisfying a woman but the hat cannot fall off of his dangle (laughs) tricky oh i see i see that's just that was just a guess Sure, sure, sure. So it's like not the not the whole thing, but it's like a, an objective while the sex yeah. is happening. Yeah, not the whole thing. I mean, it's it's that object for the whole time. I mean, if, if sure. it falls, if it falls, you're no longer Manhattan. You know what right. I mean? Right. So, yeah. so are we? Which one do we think we like? Though, what would what would we put in the book if I had to to redefine this this act?
0: I think we all it's think a, we're we all think we are very funny. To ourselves <laughs> so sure. i'm gonna guess that we all voted for each, our own
1: <laughs> see i kind of <laughs> because i'm voting for mine. i kind of like uh, i kind of like getting the president on board with things honestly i like i kind of like i kind of like the baby in the situation <laughs> you guys yeah, ready for I, number two you want to jump absolutely. or you want to keep talking all right yeah. number two the screwdriver. <laughs> <laughs> Take it away, boys. <laughs> now, this was, uh, this was one of the earliest ones invented once uh, sex kind of started getting out there. You know, for a long time, it was just very, very missionary. Um, but then, eventually, rent got very high. People had to start getting roommates, and some of those roommates were very creepy. And one particular couple, again, if I have my history correct, had these two twin brother roommates who just would like kind of stare through the vents. And rather than pretending to ignore them day in and day out, they finally just invited old Philip and Flathead into their bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I mean, the rest is history.
0: So the... the st- this reminds me of a story that I've I've been told before. Um sure. there was this couple back in what what's the time period we're talking about 1806
1: and Roughly, potentially a little earlier.
0: They were just out on a ride in their carriage, horse-drawn carriage. They were out in the park just going going around and um the driver started hearing some, you know, love-making noises. Uh, coming from the back of the what carriage. Kind of noises? Love making noises. <laughs> you know, those ones. <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> Just a blood curdling scream. <laughs> and and then Can you turn the TV on? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you know, the noises started to stop and uh the driver hears a knocking on the carriage, on the carriage behind him, and uh, the little window opens, and uh, they invite him in. And thus the first three-way was born, the screwdriver.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, by by driver, <laughs> do you mean horse? Oh, no. interesting. Oh, I like that take. I like that. I take. do
2: too. But the horse? Um, yeah. <laughs> I like the whole story as long as it involves the horse. Okay. I <laughs> uh, I I've, I've don't actually have any stories that I've heard. So my hypothesis about this is that I think that there are a bunch of sexual positions that we don't talk about the reversal of. Like, we don't talk about the reverse mm-hmm. cowboy. So I, I think that this is actually... It's, it's kind of a thing in... Um, the adult film industry right now i don't exactly understand the point of it but i think i've just uncovered the the true history behind it of the spinner which is a from what i understand just a tiny tiny woman on top of a man which to my imagination means that she spins so i think the the opposite of that was a man who was essentially like on a cardboard box breakdancing, but it was just him spinning on his dick inside of a woman, Okay, well, sure. or a man. Doesn't matter. Yeah,
1: that that yeah, that sounds really good. That's kind of honestly where I was kind of going with it. But I was my mine involved a little bit more of a mechanical aspect. So okay. you have you have your like uh, your dolly hanging from the c- ceiling basically, and you strap the guy straps in. Right? So he's hanging there, Mission Impossible style, bringing back Tom Cruise. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, and the female is down on the bottom, and he just kind of like, she just kind of gives him a hit, and then he spins on mm. that apparatus on top. Basically the same thing. Mine was but just a little safer. It so. was safer and
2: uh, possibly more realistic. I mean, it would be a human feat if you were able to do this without the apparatus.
1: That's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's probably why it got named, that's probably why he got the drink named after him. That's true. Yep. This is, that's got to be what it is. I mean, why else would Trojan make those twisted condoms if not to vortex bottle your penis into <laughs> Sometimes when yeah. it's too dry, you just need to screw in. I know. I think we have a winner.
0: Boy. Yeah, I think that's the winner.
1: <laughs> All right, you guys ready for the next one? Absolutely. Uh, first, should I ask how long do you want this to keep going? <laughs> We've had segments go
2: forever, so.
1: So just keep it going?
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah How, one How or many two many more you have I've got
1: more. <laughs>
2: we can decide I've got as time seven goes off. more. <laughs> oh.
0: do you really?: Yes, okay,
1: let's do like but one we or don't two have more. we don't have to hit all of them.: Let's learn from
0: right. Tyler's mistakes in the past. Maybe we can bring this back.
1: <laughs> uh, number three: the mud slide. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> hmm. This is actually not as dirty as it sounds. <laughs> it's exclusively when you have sex in an Applebee's bathroom. <laughs>
2: in eighteen oh six, of course. Yeah, the first right, right. the first <laughs> Applebee's.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was actually called Apple A's back then. <laughs> And then it basically um, just turned into a brothel, and they had to rebrand the whole thing. <laughs>
0: yeah, after that first mudslide, it it destroyed the the mudslide destroyed the first apple the Apple A's, so they had to create Apple B's. Oof. But it's like yeah. when you go if you go
1: to a restaurant that used to be something else, there's usually like something on the menu that'll pay homage to it, and that's that's what now the mudslide is. Yep. So
2: I <laughs> I think it was a very practically named thing, and it was it's actually weird. like. Mudslides were the first slip and slides, and it was, gotcha. it was a very rough sexual position, and that's why like, it was famous, but it was also kind of deemed cruel, if you will, Sure. and you would slide down a <laughs> muddy hill and gotcha. enter your partner. Oh, At God. At the very end of the
1: picture. <laughs> it, uh, it was for the lower class who couldn't afford the sex swings to get them spinning. <laughs> right. <laughs> honestly, honestly, uh, I'm a little surprised you didn't take that another way, little poopsie. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: but yeah, I think, and it was named for the man who, who would make it in the hole every time. You got a
1: hole in one every yeah. single time. And Same I gotta Wisconsin. say too, I think he got one in the hole every single time, is what. <laughs> and just mm. let me say too, not everyone has to throw throw one out if we want to just move on. Uh, if you want to throw uh, out a guess, I
0: agree with Tyler's.
1: <laughs> Tyler's is good. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna. I think we're we're on a we're on a draw unless Tony wants to vote for something else. Because I absolutely think Apple A's was getting dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Apple A's, uh, yeah. People would go to Apple A's and get all messy and, you know, they'd leave with some on their chins and they named a whole mountain range after it.
2: <laughs> I mean, famous history texts often have two two answers to things, right?
0: Of how ha- how history happened. Yeah. So we, yeah. we can just have a, a or B. Alternatively, it's like, it was either named after the Apple A's or alternatively, it's an act where a man slides down a muddy hill so fast that he impales a woman or a mother man.
1: <laughs> it's probably also one of those things where it's, uh, you know, a, a, a regional delicacy or something weird at a state fair comes out, and then a month later, Taco Bell comes out with it. Right. And yeah. they're like, look at this thing we made. And so, like, and it, mine's definitely go down. And the Taco Bell one. <laughs> That's great. Oh. And then... Um, Yeah, if you guys want to do just like one or two more, I just got to know because I got to pick the best ones.
2: All
0: right. Pick your best two.
1: The Moscow mule.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Here's what I think. There was a a, a Russian immigrant to the United States. We're all talking about American history. All cocktails are made in the United States, right? That's right. Whatever whatever you want. (laughs) There was a Russian immigrant to the United States, and this man was one hell of a workhorse. (laughs) He could (laughs) he could he could lift up any amount of weight. And he was just like, you know, he he's basically kind of like a uh American folktale, but this guy was real. You know, he was like John Henry or Paul Bunyan, you know, type person. They called him the Moscow Mule. Now, famously there was a competition between all of the women in his, in his village, because he had the reason he claimed to be so strong is that he had never had sex. He refused to do it. And then finally, one woman, they had a competition to see who could have sex with them because he would fight them off. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a whole boxing match, basically, like a brawl. One, it was rape. Yeah, one woman beat him, beat him to death. And, oh, dear, Lord. Yeah, won the competition. He he willingly did the competition. He knew what was going to happen if if he lost. He didn't think he would lose.
2: I see. Wait, where's the
1: sex in this story? Other than so he didn't have he, it. So he didn't have the countdown app. I take it. Right. Okay. So
2: did. Did they the, defile his
0: corpse or no? He what, he was defi- he was knocked out,
2: and then they had sex. Yeah, I, I don't. I just don't understand the, <laughs> yeah. the
0: sexual position part. It it's a it's a story about the Moscow mule.
2: I thought they were all about sex positions.
0: Yeah, they they had sex with the Moscow mule after knocking him out. Okay. So you're I just saying, wanted okay, to clarify. So it was, I'm sorry. So it, was,
1: it was an homage to the Moscow Mule. Yes. Is how this got created. Okay. Okay. The Moscow Mule, unlike uh, our other drinks thus far, is a pretty recent cocktail. Uh, I mean, lots of these are going back centuries. Moscow Mule is like mid 20th century cocktail. Um, Debatable. <laughs> it's, it's not. And as such, it actually has its roots. Rob's. Rob's pretty close Uh, It it is centered around a person um, But it was when Sylvester Stallone was kind of Getting on the scene Uh, Many may know He did a little pornography before he became A famous actor and uh, Incurred the nickname the Italian Stallion but there's always bound to be bootleg DVDs out there. <laughs> <laughs> and one that came from the motherland in the Cold War was called the Moscow Mule. <laughs> and it was a very derpy, very cold Russian gentleman with a very bruised-looking penis. Um, and it was just kind of ref- used to refer to that type of sex when it it's not practical at all to get rid of any or barely uh, any at all clothes it's very cold it's very you know uh an abrasive environment it, you're surrounded by an oppressive regime and you just kind of gotta you know whip it out through some sort of leg warmer and get at it with you know as few grunts as possible and be on to the next uh yeah absolutely uh, uh next thing uh also just a quick additional anecdote to that story um one of the men to go down in history as the only man to have two of these drinks named after him, the white Russian. (laughs) (laughs) So uh,
2: (laughs) that's, that's where I'm in a little bit of disagreement. In that I, I'm pretty sure the rumors that I've heard about the Moscow mule is that they actually, despite the name, didn't come out of mother Russia. Mm. It was that it was, it's rumored to either have come out of Scotland or Ireland and it was just to get belligerently drunk, and to much like uh, the toxic ma- masculinity of today was just to be a terrible man, and you would punch your partner in the back of the head. You would donkey punch him <laughs> real good.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, real good.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All plausible, I think. I really.
0: Can I just say that I'm really happy that. Um, for screwdriver we went to horse fucking, but for Moscow Mule we did not say we're a donkey. <laughs> we're gonna fuck the donkey. <laughs> yeah. We, we don't do repeat jokes on this
2: show. Now which noodle is involved in this next drink? <laughs> so
1: uh for this last round it's just gonna be uh it's gonna be like a um uh, finale thing. I'm just gonna throw a bunch of drink names at you. You get to, you can pick one and then tell me what it is. Bloody Mary. Already been said. Still hilarious. The Lunchbox. The Singapore Sling. The Alabama Slammer. Let's remember, Alabama wasn't even a state at the time, so we can only presume that the state was named after <laughs> the Drink Slash Sex Act as well. I assume. Yeah, we can only assume. Uh, that's, that's all. I'm going to go ahead and just X out the... B- <laughs> <laughs> It's a family podcast.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Tyler, I I really do expect there to be for any time we see (laughs) this podcast.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The Lunchbox actually wasn't much about a sexual position as much as it was something that women did to get back at their husbands. They would would, uh, give their husbands a little blowy. They would keep the cum in their mouth, and then they would prepare the peanut butter sandwich for the next day for their husband's lunchbox.
1: It's just good protein.
0: See, now, that's not what I've heard about the lunchbox. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What I've heard about the lunchbox is that a woman would stuff a whole bunch of food (laughs) up... (laughs) Upper box, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. And and her partner would just go to town, have lunch, <laughs> go to town having lunch. <laughs> Uncles
2: go down on your wives.
3: <laughs>
1: I apologize in advance <laughs> for the racist accent I'm about to do. <laughs> Come on, give us Bloody
2: Mary. (laughs) But
1: history is important, and uh, I want to accurately convey how the Singapore Sling was created. It's very similar to both of those descriptions of the lunchbox in that it is all about uh, oral sex. And uh, this one, unsurprisingly, was popularized um, out in the Eastern world, and uh, it, it was used... To refer to uh, a man or a woman giving oral sex to a woman for so long that it basically made you ill and you had to go and throw up or sing into porcelain or. (gasps)
3: Jesus.
1: (laughs) Just kidding. Here's what he said Sing a porcelain! Jesus. (laughs) I'm not proud.
0: (laughs) I'm not either.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So that's, uh, you know, that's just a little preview, obviously with an added, just game for fun of, uh, of my new book, history unzipped. Exposing the fallacies of our time. Um, Yeah. Thanks for letting me read some passages. Thanks for playing the game. Um, so are these going to be we'll in just, the book?
0: Are we going to get some sort of um, credit? Yeah, I mean credit we can, in the book we can, for this.
1: We can certainly, you know, recreate history to the best of our abilities and 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 kind of define these terms uh, just so again, so we set the precedence for the future. Um, yeah, I'm I'm totally open to that. I can I can even you know add you guys as as a dedication, um, but that's it. No money or anything for sure. I would much prefer
2: a, a credit as a historian than a
1: dedication. I see. I yeah. See. Can can you can you credit me as an ancient astronaut theorist, <laughs> an ancient mixologist, theorist. and to take it away uh, with the book, I'll just you know randomly pick one more review if you don't mind. Uh, again, I want to just give you know credit where credits due. Let's shout out to the readers just because I, I do appreciate them. So Jared from New Jersey, let's see what he said. Uh, Is this supposed to be about history or comedy? Either way, it is a piece of shit. Not going to read that one, obviously. This is, <laughs> don't need to add anything. Not welcome here. So. Well,
0: uh, Tony, I think I have a job for you. Oh, God. <laughs> I did actually prepare you, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let me go ahead and blow out this catering light that is currently warming up this half bag of Cheetos, because I'm not going to need it anymore.
2: Why are you warming Cheetos? You got to cook them.
1: (laughs) Because Cheetos are a snack. I already had Cheetos. I need to have dinner now. Oh, you're
2: warming warming just the bag.
1: (laughs) You're no, 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 no. You can't eat the same thing as a snack as you do for dinner. That's unhealthy. Yeah. Okay. I have to have roasted Cheetos for dinner.
2: Just, just a brief thing. Uh, I talked about last week that communication is super important and talked about how Megan and I both brought home dinner. Uh, today, because I was recording, she had forgot I was recording. We were trying to figure out what we were doing for dinner. Uh, she said, okay, I'll pick something up on the way home. I understood that as, I will pick up dinner for both of us on the way home. I have not eaten dinner. I don't have dinner for tonight. If you have money, please send to Tony Jones Wants Your Money and he will afford to the courting address.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hang doing- on slash take off operators. <laughs> Hours. 6am to 3pm Monday through fi- Friday and 6am to 11am 2-3 to three Saturdays. Per month.
1: <laughs>
0: now, we're starting at the bottom here, Tony. I know, I know, maybe you might might have made more at your last job, but this uh... this one only makes eleven dollars an hour. Okay. Education must have a high school diploma or GED. Now, here's the job summary. Place unpainted products on paint hooks. Remove painted products from paint hooks. Quality checks on incoming and outgoing product. Stack material on skids. Perform other duties as assigned. That's where they get you. Mm -hmm. Now, required skills. Math. Basic math skill, including measurement skills. Reading. (laughs) Ability to read instructions. Set up sheets. Writing. Ability to write product description and numbers. Problem solving. (laughs) Ability to troubleshoot equipment. Solve math problems. (laughs) Physical requirements. Lifting. Must be able to lift 35 to 50 pounds frequently and occasionally lift 50 pounds with a group. Flexibility. Ooh. Must be able to bend, stoop, twist, and reach frequently. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Standing not as fun must be able to stand eight to ten hours a day
1: (laughs) can can we can we describe real quick stoop yeah Yeah.
0: i don't know what a stoop is
1: is it like a squat Uh, but like a more i know it's a porch
0: bend stoop twist reach frequently (laughs) is it stoop is that like is it a squat I don't, I don't know. know.
2: Like when I think of like a stoop as a verb, for some reason my mind goes to like lurch, like a like the Adams Family character. or Not Adams Family.
1: Was yeah. that an Adams Family character?
0: Yeah. Okay. You run.
2: Yeah, that's. I don't know why. That's where my mind goes.
1: Yeah, what I'm picturing is like the squat, the exact way you're not supposed to squat, where you're like leaning over and then pulling with your back. They maybe, want to destroy Maybe it's me from-
2: like. Maybe it's like you stoop so low and you just are full of zingers. Oh. Like hurtful, hurtful zingers. Hey guys. Mm-hmm. What is this job? <laughs> I I'm I don't remember what it was after hang on something operator. What was the after hang on?
0: Hang on slash take off operator. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Where is this job located?
0: um freeport
1: oh i assume it's pretzel related probably could
0: be i guess maybe it's related um so I- my, my question for you
2: guys is do you think jobs just post like the high school diploma or ged things that, so they don't get kids to apply to their jobs and they don't want to have to explain labor laws to them? No,
0: I don't no? think so. I think they want that to show that you have actually are here's my, at, here's least, my theory, at least responsible enough to finish high school.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, okay. But here's my thing, though. kids, could, Kids can do all those things. Probably better <laughs> than a high schooler. Kids are actually learning math. More regularly than a high schooler does Because they're probably skipping math And they're a lot more flexible
0: 100% I don't know if I was, if I was a high schooler I could have done some of these things
1: yeah. Plus $11 to a child Yeah that's a lot
0: <laughs> Think of all the
1: candy they could buy at school
2: <laughs> Yeah but not for long Otherwise they won't be able to do the stooping True you be true. too fat to stoop true.
1: Actually I mean stoop, stoop kid that's the only...
2: Yeah. But Stoop Kid was skinny. That's because stoop he lived on skinny. a stoop. <laughs> stoop Kid didn't go to school, so he couldn't get all the candy. Right.
0: Because he lived on a stoop. He did leave the stoop. Once. The Once. Yeah. But he was like a homeless kid, right?
2: I don't he, remember. No, he lived... He just stayed on his family's home stoop. Who the hell is Stoop Kid? Stoop Kid. <laughs> it's <from laughs> Arnold:
0: oh. I thought that Stoop Kid was like homeless, but I could I be wrong, think so: I thought that was the idea behind Stoop Kid. I mean maybe, but like
2: in that reality, who was just letting a homeless dude like sit on their stoop
0: forever? I don't think anyone was living at the house. I could Mm. be wrong. I'd have to go back and watch all of Hey Arnold to get the full story. (laughs) All right, well, we'll see you next week, and you'll let us know. Do you know
1: how there are all of, like, the conspiracy theories about, like, oh, these two movies are connected. Like, they say that, like, Snowpiercer is a sequel to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory.
2: And Tarzan's related to Frozen. Exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: My conspiracy theory is that uh, Hey Arnold's parents, who were, like, lost or whatever in the... Jungle or something?
0: Are, is I think Nigel actually, Thornberry?
1: No. But, <laughs> oh, but that's good. That's a good fallback theory, and probably better since they're both animated, actually. Yeah. But my theory was that, uh, Hey Arnold's... Maybe that's his dad, is Nigel Thornberry. Hey Arnold's mom is, is Amanda Bynes' mom from the uh, Amanda Show drama series. Like, I don't know what it was called. Something about melody where her mom is just lost in a hot air balloon and has oh, been right. since Amanda Bynes was a child.
0: The thing that was supposed to be, like, making fun of Dawson's Creek or whatever. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you say Amanda's show, I just think of meh Meh.
2: <laughs> My theory is that every football movie after Hey Arnold has been a subsequent sequel. And so, like, immediately after Hey Arnold, like he was the main character in Rudy. Mm. In the Blind Like side. are you
1: talking are you, was he Samwise or was he the football? He was the football. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the real the, main character. He's the main the,
0: character in any movie that has a football <laughs> in it. Yeah.
2: Any 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 movie that is about football. Not yeah. that has a football in it. Right right right. Hey Arnold wouldn't take that low of no. a role just to be a background <laughs> football character.
1: Right. People might be thinking like, well what happened? Well what Tyler what about his like legs and arms and stuff? People do forget that in this season series finale of Hey Arnold, he was decapitated and murdered by Helga who just her obsession went too far. So how do we get this job? <laughs> and Tom Cruise was
2: not in any football. Piece. <laughs> I mean, I've forgotten the job requirements other
1: than stooping and math but i'm not I'm not great at math. I can measure in like seven inch intervals by sight uh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: but in privacy <laughs> right
0: you're real shy about those seven inches. <laughs> it shouldn't be
2: good for you' <laughs> <You're no>
1: kidding. <laughs> And he can and oddly enough, he can measure he can measure three inches, but not of anything straight. <laughs> <laughs> well Tony, do you think
0: this is a job that you could get? Do you want this uh, job or should I look again?
1: A job that I want to get or a job that I can get, because <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, you're living in an internet cafe. You can't be picky at this point. We yeah. can continue looking
0: while you are employed. Yeah.
1: That is true. So maybe I should just go for it.
0: All right. I'll text you the number. You can send it Text me.
1: A... Yeah. Send me the, the details. and uh, Well, don't text it to me because I'm only at this internet cafe, so you'll have to aim them to me. Right. Okay. Um, I have to figure which, out
0: what my AIM yeah. password is.
1: Well, it's been discontinued, so good luck. Yeah. It uh, doesn't exist anymore as a service, but if you can you could maybe MySpace it to me. Okay. Or um Can you send a DM on Omegle? <laughs> I'm not sure if you could do it on Omegle. I am fairly limited as to what I can check as well because I'm currently using the Juno web browser. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, so then then Tony, I just need we need you to start live streaming on Chatterbait. And then we can just directly message you as you can do the audience. That. Sure. Yeah.
1: I don't have a webcam. That's okay. But I think I can figure that out.
0: We'll mail you one. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, there's no I guess I c- for that on this computer. I guess I could I guess I
0: could just mail you the 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 stuff. I have to figure out how to get the internet off of the internet.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's going to be the hard part.
2: So wait a minute. Are there, there's no place for a webcam on your computer have you started using the register as a computer to record into what do you mean I, i'm just confused about how your like your laptop doesn't have the ability to have a webcam so i'm just trying to figure out a computer that couldn't have a webcam
1: it's not my laptop it's this weird computer that's in the internet cafe
2: Connected
0: to a drawer. it's like one of those. It's like one of those green um, Apple computers, like the see-through, see-through backs and whatever. <laughs> exactly. They didn't have the ports mm. for it. the Mac Pros. Yeah,
1: I do have four CD-ROM drives. Nice. Mm. So,
2: but you can't use them all together.
1: Uh, unclear. Well,
0: one of them is a CD-ROM drive. One of them is a is a CD-ROM. Uh, writer, 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 yeah, writer, yeah. yeah. And what are the other? He's two? got those are writers well, as he's well. Got... So he's... he can he can he... turn one CD into
1: three CDs. <laughs> he can he can certainly use floppies. Yep, I'm I can sure. use floppy the the original floppies, not the small. If ones.
2: I know anything about Tony, is that he knows how to use his floppy. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's the floppy king. <laughs> hold on let me write down that nickname <laughs> update my resume
3: <laughs>
0: don't worry we'll shortly get nicknames for everyone
2: <laughs> we can't stop recording until i at least have one for hans
1: yeah what is my uh what's it called when an author has a different like when they Noom release dip- works uh, under a dip- non plume? yeah what's yeah you guys have to come up with that mark tom- twain
0: tom cruise <laughs>
2: Now I I I know that this is gonna seem like I'm maybe trying to swindle you here, but what about Tyler Church?
1: Mm. I hate it. Just kidding. kidding.
0: Do you want us to just? Do you want us to call you your internet nickname, Trogdor? Yeah, because uh, that wouldn't be
2: stealing anything Unfortunately, I don't own the rights <laughs> oh, <darn. laughs>
1: Although, quite a few people have called me Trog Whore <laughs> you know I mean? <laughs> Well,
2: I'd like to thank of Eleven Acorn Lane for the use of their song Perfect And I'd like to and
0: thank Joshua Zelasko for our album artwork
2: And I'd like to thank these two beautiful boys for being here today Thank you I was yes. talking to me and Rob
0: Yes mm-hmm. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you, Next. And thank you, Rob. Break up with your boyfriend, because I'm bored. Can that be our (laughs) sign-off? Every time. Break up, with, break up with your boyfriend because I'm bored. I'm bored. <laughs> Man, I haven't, we haven't had Ariana Grande talk in a while. <laughs> no, she, not in an episode. Oh, right. We did talk about her last episode.
1: <laughs> and we were talking, and we were just, I believe we were talking about... Uh, sexual situations with the baby, which would probably qualify. <laughs> it's very true. We never did get in. What, 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 uh... Did you guys have anything fun to drink? 7-Up.
0: Mm. It was just 7-Up? Yeah. Are you out of beer? Do I need to bring you beer? I mean, I just haven't... I haven't had time to go to the grocery store because of my weekend adventure. I, I and... do
2: not accept. Hold on. Did you, go, did you go to work today? Yeah. Okay. You work next to what is essentially a grocery store
0: yeah but i had to get gas and then i had to go get chipotle did you get
2: gas at at the place that is essentially a grocery store
0: no i got gas at casey's
2: oh the place in front of that grocery store yeah <laughs> who also
0: sells beer okay but gas station beer is always way more expensive
1: it's true here's yeah, my I couldn't question help. I, I couldn't help myself uh after all that talk so uh Drinking a mudslide. <laughs> I didn't even hear the just, blender going for 45 straight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, your Im- immediate impression when Rob said 7-Up, you said just 7-Up, do I need to get you beer? Would you mix beer and 7-Up commonly? Uh, I think he's just no. worried
0: that I'm going to start like going through the shakes or something, like I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. What,
2: what beer do you think would go with 7-Up? I don't want to, um, I don't want a none answer. What like, well, you don't want to,
1: th- th- that is the answer though, is no beer is going to go with it. So sure. But you if you are making a to, new cocktail. Yeah. 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 Whoa. What you don't want to do, I think is, is uh, what my first instinct would be, which is to, Oh, okay. Get something nice and powerful that that way the seven ups not just going to dominate, but that's never going to go together. So Does you really got to count as
0: a beer cuz i don't i feel like if i put
1: i put seven up
0: in like a and a reds together it wouldn't be terrible
2: sure oh god my my cousin like i I've, I've seen her do this at bowling a few times now and then i saw her at a family party do this she's been combining she takes a white claw and then She pours Mountain Dew on top of it.
1: Oh, no. Why?
2: (laughs) And uh, exactly. That's why I asked her. I was like, you're taking a lemon lime White Claw and putting it in Mountain Dew. Why not just get a little vodka? Right. It'd be cheaper, more practical. It would taste better. (laughs) To which her response was, there's more bubbles this way. (laughs) (laughs) Which I guess is fair, but
1: Yeah, hard to dispute that I get guess. a soda stream, carbonate your vodka.
2: <laughs> oh man, do you think that works?
1: I think it would probably destroy your soda stream after a little while.
2: How does a soda stream work? Well she's a nurse, so I mean she could probably afford it, right? They're paid enough.
1: I don't think they're selling very well, so <laughs> they're probably pretty cheap now.
0: But how does a soda stream work? Does does it actually go through a filter or something to get the the bubbles in it does it just inject CO2 into it I I mean like I thought that they just pressurize it so I don't know if it would necessarily ruin it maybe not I don't know I mean like Starbucks
2: down south it hasn't made its way up here yet but down south they make fizzy drinks at Starbucks and like all I've seen of that machine was that it goes in a machine that has CO2 involved but then it shakes it extremely vigorously (laughs) So I, I don't know I don't know if that's their version of like, yeah, we're not really making it super seltzery, but
0: we're gonna make it bubbly. I'm not the first person that Googled this. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know how hard I've tried to be the first person to Google something and have been <laughs> not
0: successful? Uh SodaStream works for whiskey, gin. Doesn't work for rum, doesn't work for tequila, it works for wine, vodka. Why? It does work.
2: I don't understand why that why it would have liquids it doesn't work for. Well
0: rum is okay, so, so rum, rum is says, so
1: much sugar.
0: Taste, so it said, did it work? No. And then the taste. It took me one failed attempt to realize you really shouldn't carbonate a soda stream bottle of pure alcohol when it comes down to it. Rum is just too heavy and can't hold the bubbles the way other alcohols mixed with water did the rum plus CO2 cocktail tasted dull as if my sailor Jerry had been mixed with old club soda that had been sitting in the sun. That's not how well, there's you your a problem. Sailor. You went sailor Jerry. <laughs> um, so I'm guessing it just has to do with the, how thick but, it is of a, but
1: from, from that, from what, that says. It sounds like the other alcohols he tried mixing with water first. So did he change the variable for the so experiment? So
0: whiskey. Let's see. Whiskey, among my collection of booze bottles, worked the best with the soda stream. It was as if a foxy bartender had taken the finest bottle of topish whiskey from the bar and mixed it with a lovely dash of sparkling water. It was refreshing, light, tasty, which probably explains why I'm legitimately tipsy at the point at the moment.
1: Hmm. I'm starting to question this guy's credentials
0: This is This is a Lifestyle magazine Article Goop It just says lifestyle <laughs> Thrillist What's Thrillist Do we know what this is
1: Yeah it's, we use it sometimes to get stupid stories For the radio <laughs> Yeah Fun. Uh, Fun tip by the way Especially ahead of the holidays here Um, because it is kind of hard to replicate that champagne, like the bubbles are, are like more delicate or whatever, but you really can't find a bottle of actual champagne for like less than 45 bucks. Yeah. But, uh, you can find Cava for like 20 bucks, which is exactly the same. It's just made in Spain, but it's the same process and, uh, it's hella cheaper. Hmm. Nice. So get, get, get that for your mom for christmas and then maybe she'll love you she oh my would God. think i was crazy
0: <laughs> she doesn't drink <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm gonna regret sharing this note but i i was just looking at my notes here of things that happened during the week that i forgot to say now and uh, oh my i'm not gonna have anything exciting next week so i could have just done it next week but i can't resist doing it right now uh this is another installment of things tyler saw on his way home from work and it might be the last installment because i'm not going to ever be able to top this so, oh, you guys shit. know how, uh, like, during the like the winter holidays, people will put, like, reindeer antlers on their car? Uh-huh. Or yes. in, like, the Halloween season, people will, like, hang a fake arm out the back of their trunk.
0: Yeah, I was driving the other day. I saw someone with their reindeer stuff, like, still on. It was, like, really faded. <laughs> like, they just never took it off their car, which is That's great. That's awesome. <laughs>
2: uh, two days ago, I saw a fake body strapped to the top of a car that <laughs> had an eight ball painted on the side of it. <laughs> and it was pulled over by a cop. That had
1: an eight ball painted on the side of it. Like
2: it, it just, it was all like they had painted like spray painted their car black. And then there, they had like hand painted a white stripe and then a white circle with an eight in it. <laughs> but they had strapped to the top of their car a, a fake human being a fake dead
1: body that's, oh no that's pretty great. <laughs> and a cop had them Dear. pulled over
2: i don't i like I, i'm not sure that it was because of the fake man but that's it probably what i'm choosing to believe
0: because there's probably not like a good way to secure that to their roof or something i don't know
2: well but it was it was also probably just like you can't have a dude sitting on top of your car
0: oh it's not but this still isn't okay yeah Oh, no. Do they feel the same about, like, those arms that stick out of the trunks? Because I've seen those a couple times already.
2: I got to believe those. Like they, They're used to that now. I mean, this is... That's got to be a rare sighting.
1: I've never seen that.
2: That's some dedication. The arm?
0: You've never seen no, the arm? That's,
1: I yeah, I have not seen the arms either.
0: So, like, they have, like, these little stuffed arms that you can fit into the gap between your trunk and, like, the the rest of your car. So it looks like there's an arm hanging out of the back of your trunk. Like, you've got a dead body in there.
1: How the fuck is that allowed? <laughs> <laughs> I
0: had one at one point in time.
2: I think, I think our friend's mom gave it to me. I don't know why, but I believe she gave it to me. Renee? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I feel like I remember that.
1: I'm really kind of amazed at our societal acceptance of truck nuts.
0: Oh, God.
1: <laughs> like, whether or not you approve of them, like, the fact that we just allow them to exist, in, like, at kids'
0: heads level, like... It's insane, truck nuts. Why,
2: oh, why aren't there more inclusive genitals?
0: Oh, sure, well, yeah, yeah. Well, that and... It's like, I feel like if I put a giant pussy on the front of my car, I would get in trouble for that, you know? Yeah, fender flaps.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Something we've also already talked about on this podcast, about fucking the front of your car. Well, you
1: wouldn't have to do that, because there's already one driving,